interviewing an amazing client of mine on Instagram Live. If you want to be inspired, this client talks about mindset for entrepreneurs, which is something big that I talk about inside of my work, mindset for entrepreneurs, energetics. I mean, that literally is the bread and butter of growing a very successful business. If you don't have that, it's going to be very hard for you to grow something wildly successful. So I'm bringing on Alyssa. Alyssa is a client inside of our Freedom Queen headquarters. And she helps women with mindset, specifically mindset around being a business owner. So Bree says, bridge long time no see. Bree was just on our extraordinary mastermind call, which literally like lit up my day. Like I'm like on fire. I'm so excited. Just feel like everyone is stepping into a whole next level uh, leadership role in their business and in their life. So I'm going to bring on Alyssa. Alyssa is a Freedom Queen headquarter client. I'm just going to interview her, ask her questions about her business, her life, and you'll be able to ask her questions too. So make sure that you are active in the chat. Okay. If I can bring you on. Hey, Steven, Aisha. Let's see if Alyssa gets approved here. Except there you go. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello, Thank you hello. for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And you always look drop dead gorgeous as Thank usual. You. <laughs> like just like glow model. Oh my God, blown away. But can you introduce yourself? Who are you? What do you do? And then I'll, I'm going to ask you questions. It'll be very conversational. Perfect. My name is Alyssa Cotton. I live in cold, freezing Anchorage, Alaska. And I help women scale their businesses through mindset and really working through their mental health. I developed this concept called the inner compass. And when your inner compass points north, your beliefs, your values, everything is in alignment and you're no longer creating content out of fear or scarcity. You're able to lean into your abundance because when your inner compass points north, you're really connecting to your higher self and your higher self knows exactly what you need. It helps you get into the room with the right people. Oh no, Alyssa, are you guys with me? Can you see Alyssa in the chat? Put it in the chat, can you see Alyssa? Oh no, what happened to Alyssa? Okay, she's back. Let's see if she comes back on. That was so good. No, okay, thank you, Grace. That was wild. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> Girl, it was so good. I was going on a journey with you of your inner compass. Like I was like, yes, take me there. And then you were gone. So inner compass, when you have that, it's easier to make content flow up in your business. Yes. When your inner compass points north, we're no longer sitting in fear of questioning our confidence. We're able to stand in our true authentic knowing that we are a powerhouse. And when your inner compass is north, everything is easy. You don't need to say, oh man, I need to create motivation because you have motivation to do everything in your business and everything becomes fun. It's no longer like these tasks or these chores, but it gets to be exciting, like creating content, answering emails, connecting in sales. All of it gets to be fun because you are in alignment. And if you're out of alignment, that's when cold sicknesses, frustration, avoidance, procrastination, all of that kicks in when your inner compass is out of alignment. I, I love this conversation because this is something I was just 
similarly talking about with my mastermind clients that it's like this deep knowing, like you, like, you know, and I love how you call it inner compass. It's like, you're going North or like wherever, like you're going to the promised land and nothing's going to stop you. And you could have all the storms and everything happen, but because that is where you're destined to go, you're going to be successful. So Alyssa, what got you into this work? Like what got you to where you are today? Cause I'm sure you have an interesting story. Yes. I, have been obsessed with businesses since I was like five years old. I started with like the lemonade stand and then my parents <laughs> had me go open my first bank account and I literally was like, I need to wear a dress. I was five years old and I put this dress on. It was called my bank dress. And every time I went to the bank, I put that dress on. So I've been fascinated by money and finance. And I really just think that there's such a missing connection for women in the entrepreneur headspace of women think differently. There's also a lot of different pressures that women entrepreneurs face. Mm. And I just saw such a missing link in the market when I was starting my entrepreneur journey, I'm entering my seventh year of business. Wow. And a lot of people that I was working with, they couldn't keep up with me. And I was working with people on like mindset or like mental health. And they were like, so was that last week or last month? And I'm like, no, I need people who can keep up with me. And female entrepreneurs are so fast. They're 10 steps ahead of trends and things that are happening in society. If you can't keep up with them, it's just a missing market. So that's kind of how I got into it. I'm so fascinated with the brain and the science of the brain and how we can tune into our brain to know when we're sabotaging, to know when we're struggling and how our body communicates when we're struggling and how we can listen in right with our inner compass and get right back on track to yeah. stay in alignment with our business goals and our personal goals. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just obsessed with everything you're talking about. The lemonade stand girlies. I completely get it. If you're watching this live or the replay, put emoji in the chat. If you feel like you've always been an entrepreneur, like, like Alyssa, you have had multiple businesses since you were five. I love that. <laughs> And you're so right, entrepreneurs were insane in the best way. Like, it, it's just like we're operating on pure magic. So I would, I would love to dive into the, the self-sabotage stuff that you talked about. What are ways that you see clients self-sabotage and then how do you coach them through that? Yes, so self-sabotage is really just your body's way of trying to keep you safe. So our subconscious brain is constantly programmed to do the safest option. And let's say you're starting to post content and you're posting content and all of a sudden you start to get fear. Let's say you start to have shallow breathing or you are scared. What if someone judges me? Well, now your brain has just archived this event as unsafe. So the next time you try to post content, your brain is scanning and saying, hey, last time we did this, you almost had a panic attack. Or last time we did this, someone was really mean to you. So now the brain will try to keep you safe by procrastinating. Oh, now I gotta go do the dishes. I have to go do laundry. Oh, actually, you know, I'll post my content tomorrow once I've got a better idea, or I'm gonna save it in my drafts. And so it's so subtle, the self-sabotage. It's not just wow. like stopping what you're doing, but the brain is just literally trying to keep you safe from getting hurt. And anything it perceives to be as dangerous will stop you in your tracks. So how you work through that is, like the new buzzword right now is nervous system regulation. So before you do anything new in your business, take a deep breath, just like, because what you're doing is you're signaling to your brain that this activity is safe. 
So if you're going to do an Instagram live, a TikTok live, if you're going to post an unpopular opinion, just do something that can really ground you. So now your brain isn't saying danger, danger. Your brain is saying, oh, this is safe, like sending an email or brushing your teeth. The more you can normalize your day-to-day -day activities, the more the brain is like, oh, I don't need to like fight against her. Another mm -hmm. thing with self-sabotage that people don't really understand is we have these things called limiting beliefs, but what fuels the limiting beliefs is called secondary gains. So for example, if you struggle with anxiety okay. and you use your anxiety to get out of social events or from having to clean your house or public speak, what happens if you heal that anxiety, right? Now you have to be honest with people and say, well, I actually don't want to hang out with you. Now you have to be honest with your fears. And what happens is we have these secondary gains that's actually fueling these limiting beliefs, which then fuels the self-sabotage. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't just leave us like on the edge of our seats. Like, I'm so excited for you, Alyssa. I, have, I love having this special time together because I'm like, oh, I can see how big, like how big of a business owner you are. And even more so, you know, obviously you're in the headquarters. So I'm just excited mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. what you're doing because this work for entrepreneurs, nervous system regulation, but then what did you call it? What was second? Secondary gains. So like, for example, um, the poverty men, men, the poverty mindset. Right. If I'm poor or if my business isn't successful, okay, what am I gaining from my business bot being successful? Oh, I get to keep looking for new coaches. I get to keep complaining to my coworker, my, you know, I can't leave to my nine to five because my business isn't successful. And we stay in this poverty mindset because it keeps us safe, right? Everyone loves to complain with their friends at the watering hole. But what happens if things get even better. And what happens if we break through that poverty mindset and we say, no, I'm meant to be seen, I'm meant to be heard, then we have to face the opposite, right? The like conspiracy theory, oh, she's lucky, or she married a sugar daddy, or she's, you know, X, Y, Z, and we're afraid of our success. Most people struggle with fear of success versus fear of failure. Mm. And so often we're like, all right, I need to work on not failing. Well, what happens if it all works out better than you could even imagine? Why do you think people are more afraid of fear of success than fear of failure? Or, yeah. you know, yeah. it all goes back to the brain of hunter-gatherer lifestyle. So we are wired to think in a tribe and we are wired to try to not outshine each other because if we would have outshined each other in the tribe, we could have been outcasted or isolated or kind of thrown into the wolves. And when we have this fear of success, we think because of what people have shared is that it's very lonely at the top, right? There's this narrative that, you know, the more successful you get, the less friends you have, or it's really lonely, you can't trust people. And all of this negative narrative puts fear, oh, well, I would rather stick with the crap I know than be alone with all the wealth and success. And which is just programming, it's just like, limiting beliefs and when we can heal that limiting belief of who taught you that and why do you believe that to be true then the fear of success just totally dissipates how how do you help people tap into that next level of success because this is something i'm really interested in of like not just like average levels of success like mm -hmm. 
I'm talking insanity, like crazy levels that don't make sense. How is she doing this? She's defying all odds. How do you use the mindset work, the brain to tap into yeah. that? So I'm trained in a technique called emotional freedom technique, which literally rewires your brain. So we tap on these emotional meridian points and it does exactly what it says, emotional freedom technique. So we're able to release limiting beliefs, fears, anxieties, um, a common one that I see with my clients, I just worked with a client a year ago, and when she was younger, her parents told her, don't outshine your brother because he's not as smart as you. So she had this fear that it's not safe to outshine wow. her brother, and her brother made $214,000, and then that year, she made two oh seven. So she was like up and close to him, but not enough to surpass him. So we did some EFT on releasing that memory and rewiring the brain that it's safe to make more money than your brother. The next year she did half a million in sales. So we can rewire the brain really fast if we can go back to those original memories where you learn basically negative programming around wow. money and abundance and success. The brain is so powerful. It's neuroplastic, which basically means we can rewire it to serve us and we can rewire mm -hmm. it to think in abundance and think that the glass is always half full. The better it gets, the better it gets, right? Yeah. Oh my God. If you people on, drop an emoji in the chat if this is just like mind blowing. <laughs> I, I love this conversation. Let, let's narrow into someone specific. Let's say someone is, they're making good money in their business and they're ready to scale. Like let's say they've done a hundred K in a year. They're ready to go to multi six figures, but they're, they're not, really like let's say they're not really feeling bad like there's nothing wrong there's nothing really going on in their life what would you say to them or where would you start with coaching them because they know they want to go to the next level but there's like there's nothing wrong there's nothing bad like where do you even begin that journey with them yeah what i work on is called an upper limit so basically once you've hit that upper limit we literally do what i call like a power hour session of we will talk about every single aspect of your life and what happens if that got even better. And as soon as the body tells us not safe and the body will tell you it's not safe by your heart changing, you might have some palpitation. A common thing is people will get like a frog in their throat. And that is where we hone in on that is where your body's upper limit is. And then we heal that upper limit through tapping, through breath work. And we rewire the brain to say, no, actually, we don't need to stop here. It is safe for us to get even more. And usually what it's rooted into is our childhood. So from ages of zero to seven, we're stuck in our subconscious brain. So anything we've watched, anything we've heard, let's say, for example, your uncle came over and he says money is the root of all evil. And you're like, okay, now my brain knows money is the root of all evil. I might not consciously feel that, but subconsciously my brain is saying you could only make so much because after that, now you're evil. So we really go through what I call subconscious breakthroughs. And I'm trained in a technique that I can like ask your subconscious questions and we can really get to the root of what's stopping you from scaling to that next up level. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so fascinated what you're saying with the childhood things I've been thinking a lot about recently those high school years, those middle school years, even where I don't regret anything. However, I know, knowing what I know now, I 
for my own children, or I can say I wish, but again, I don't regret. I wish during that time period, I was really diving into this work. With the way generations work and how people grow, do you see, like how do you see the education system starting to change or development changing or just what kids are prone to listening to? Do you see it as going, some people go like the negative routes of social media technologies taking over, or do you see it in the more positive light of like, we are getting better? I think that social media has been the best gift to that generation. I mean, you can go on TikTok and you'll see millionaires at the age of 18, right? Because they don't have anyone that's ever told them the internet is an unsafe space, right? And so my generation, early 2000s, it was like, the internet is scary and they're going to scam you and they're going to steal your identity, right? So a lot of my clients that are considered millennials, we actually have to do reprogramming that the internet is safe to make money, that it is safe to tell your family you make money off the internet. But the younger generation, they're so open to being, I can be my own boss at the age of 18. I can do whatever I want. You know, the quote, the world is my oyster. And yeah. I really think that we're no longer putting people in boxes of like, this is the only way to be successful. There's so many opportunities. And yeah. there are some young kids I follow online. I'm like, man, if I had that mindset a decade ago, like, I don't even know where I would be. I know. It, it definitely makes me think when I have kids and looking at that whole system, I'm like, you're starting a business at age three. Like, <laughs> it, it's just well, age one out of the womb. Like, there's just so many things. But I know that that's another topic. But <laughs> for what about for those millennials or people that – they are trying to understand the online space, like comparing them to, let's say, someone who's 18 right now on TikTok fully. I feel like they're very integrated into the online world. They get it. I, I noticed there was a bit of a learning curve for me when I first started on social media. I always told myself I had like the mom vibes on my content. Like I didn't, like I couldn't like grasp how to communicate on social media until I did a lot of rewiring to be like, no, no. I am the one on social media I'm very good at. And now I'm like, I, I'm like fully integrated in all the apps and very good at social media. But what about those people where there's still that disconnect? Like social media is here, their ideas are here. How do you infuse the two using mindset? Yeah, so the first thing we work on is this concept called the fear of being seen. And if there are any emotional wounds, let's say for example, in sixth grade, you went to do a public speaking, you were presenting your whatever, and the whole class made fun of you. You now have this belief that it is not safe to use your voice. Mm -hmm. It is not safe to be seen. And so we really just do an oversweep of any time in your life, was it not safe to be seen? Was it not safe to use your voice? Raising your hand in class because it's actually not safe for you to talk because you're a know-it-all. And all of these things that have stopped us now we have this brain, anytime we want to put ourselves out there on social media, the brain is scanning and saying, hey, remember when you did this when you were seven and you made, got made fun of? Yeah, let's not get made fun of again, so let's not do that. And when we can hear, heal the fear of being seen, so much opportunities open. Because what happens is the brain can only filter so much information at one time. And the brain constantly puts blinders on. And if we can remove the blinders, then you're like, oh my goodness, this is easy.
easy and this is fun and it's natural and I can wake up easily and natural and create content and navigate social media and not blame the algorithm and have a lot of fun and make money and enjoy the process. Yeah. I love how you're going back to the root cause of it. Like what was that thing? Oh, it's not that you're bad at social media. You just have a fear of being seen. So let's tackle that first mm -hmm. and then dive into social media. I see that we have a few questions in the chat here. Aisha says, how do you switch your mindset around um, when you've been harassed in the professional environment? Fear of that happening again. Mm -hmm. Know your boundaries and don't be afraid to say no. Especially females in this industry, men, and if there's any men watching, I'm not blaming you, but men like to put the lid on it. Mm -mm stay in the corner. And the best thing you can do is if you're physically in the presence of someone who's trying to make you feel small or harass yourself is just check your body language. Are you doing like the ER Charlie Brown where you're like, okay, okay. Or are you like hitting your shoulders back, putting your chin up, putting your chest, leaning in, leaning into that power, that statement of I'm meant to be here and it is safe to take up space, like physically take up space. And when you change your energy, people are not going to want to harass you because they're like I don't want to mess with that and so the best thing you can do is check your body just say that check your body and like literally pin yourself back that that is so powerful I hope everyone listening drop an emoji that just blew your mind what you said there Alyssa because I really believe everyone is a mirror so if you are like you're saying doing the what did you say the Eeyore Charlie Brown the e. <laughs> like this, this yeah like that that's well, people think you're insecure. We're mm -hmm. mirrors. But if you go with this energy of like, no, you cannot harass me. You're, you're literally not available for that. People feel that. And I, I say this all of the time. You know, someone said to me a couple months ago, they were like, my family doesn't believe in my business. And there are so many layers to this, but I'm going to say a blanket statement. No, you don't believe in your business. Because no matter who I've ever gone to, whether it's my family, people with completely different views than me, high school, college friends, no one has ever doubted me because I don't doubt me. And so when I hear things like that, oh, my family doesn't believe in me, my partner doesn't believe in me. And again, there are so many layers. This is a blanket statement here. It, it, it's, you have to put that mirror up in front of yourself and look at you and be like, well, you are giving off these vibes that you are not someone that would believe in themselves. So why would they believe in you? So. I mean, I can go on and on about that <laughs> topic right there. Um, okay, another question in the chat. Daniela says, hi, how do we switch our mindset from, I have to convince people to work with me, everyone always has an excuse not to buy, to an abundant mindset of everyone is waiting for this? Yeah, I, I would ask yourself um, an easy thing that you can do, what I do with all of my clients, is pick a color. And wherever you see that color, ask yourself, where is my headspace? So for example, we could pick the color red and I've got this red cup right here. So every time I look at it, I'm gonna ask myself, where's my headspace? Is it positive? Is it negative? Is it, man, I just saw a sales call in my email and I'm really dreading that because I hate having sales conversation. Is it, man, my onboarding is so difficult that I don't wanna to have to spend the time onboarding another client? Ask yourself, where is your headspace? Because yeah you shouldn't have to convince anyone to work with you if you are truly 
in alignment with your inner compass because you are going to magnetize the right people to work with you. And we are, we're done convincing people to work with us. If they say, actually, you're not a right fit, thank you next, right? Because I want you to be successful. And if I can't provide that for you, go find that somewhere else. Yeah, I'm loving, I'm loving this. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I know we only have a few minutes left together. Uh, so with my audience, how can they learn about you, get involved in your world, share with us the ways that, that they can work with you? Yes, definitely. I'm on all the social media platforms. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest. I do weekly YouTube lives where we do guided meditation, EFT tapping. We do goal setting. I just had that today. I have a monthly membership where we are doing actual EFT tapping. So we are releasing the blocks in real time. So anything that's coming up that you're having resistance with, we are releasing. And we also do a monthly workshop on different mindset techniques, different the one that we did this month was called the inner compass method, the five things you need to do every single day to keep your inner compass in alignment. And tomorrow, which is like perfect timing, I'm actually hosting a free masterclass all on elevating your mindset and how you can tune into your mindset even when you've got anxiety. Even if you were stuck in poverty, you were raised in a scarcity home where right abundance wasn't even a safe option but now we're like able to work up and we can lead into abundance so Alyssa cotton on all the platforms and you can go binge YouTube's you can join the free masterclass that's on my Instagram plenty of ways to work with me I also provide one-on-one -on -one coaching where we can do really honing in on those limiting beliefs those secondary gains and we can literally rewire the brain and there's so much science behind EFT tapping that it rewires the brain and it changes the chemistry in your body to be abundant. Amazing. And, and as always, if there's something that you're looking for, just DM Alyssa yeah. at Alyssa Cotton mm -hmm. and, and you know, make a package or just to inquire about how you can work with her. But Alyssa, I have loved <laughs> doing this live. Like I could geek out on this stuff if we had more time, but thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom because you dropped so many just golden nuggets of information. Alicia says gonna sign up for the class now. Amazing, yeah. I cannot wait to see you. If you're if you're watching, go sign up for the master class. When is it happening? What day? Tomorrow at twelve Pacific time. Okay. Twelve Pacific. Amazing, amazing. Love this sesh, Aisha says and Alyssa, thank you for coming on. Thank you everyone and have an amazing day and tune your inner compass. <laughs> Okay. Bye, Alyssa. Thank you.